to episode 55 of Chew On This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. And I was just thinking at 55, I was like thinking of that Sammy Hagar song or the, what is it? Uh, was it I Can't Drive 55 or was that, was that Van Halen or Sammy Hagar? I have no clue. <laughs> You're like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> I, came out of, I came out of nowhere and i'm not editing that out uh, i just thought 55 i'm just like uh anyway um <laughs> it's been a very interesting week uh, to say the least um but uh I, i'm really i was really surprised by moana i was really pleasantly surprised because earlier this year disney came out with zootopia which we raved and raved about um in some ways uh disney animation is almost Quite, I mean, dare I say, surpassed Pixar a little bit as it far has. as storytelling. It, it actually has. Yeah. Um, because but of we that, can get into that a little bit. Yeah. More. Yeah. Well, basically, I was just going to say that it has because of just one movie, and that's uh, the Good Dinosaur. Basically, even again, we've said that the Good Dinosaur isn't bad; it's just not great. Right. Um, but anyway. Yeah. But anyway. But th- this this movie's great. Um, so right now, just the boring stuff, um, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 97%, and this is like 117 reviews in, which is very, very good. Um, and the box office so far, I mean, right now it's just Saturday, so they're sitting at like $25 million, but they're projecting uh, upwards uh, between 75 and $85 million for this movie, which really, I mean, that's nothing to scoff about. Um, it's pretty good. Actually, um, it would has, uh, has legs. It would surpass Frozen of two years ago. Really, uh, two or three years ago. Uh, yeah. Fro- yeah, Frozen had Frozen had legs. Sixty-five million. Frozen it had... opened uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, okay. And um, oh, cool. And Moana is about to kick its ass. Nice. Well, I I was probably one of the very few that was not a big fan of Frozen, but again, I don't think that was my demographic anyway. To be I didn't mind it. Um, it's not in my demographic, but for my for your kids, when it, they're in the demographic, you're in the demographic. So I watched right. it. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, it was it was the beginning of the change that Disney has been making uh, in in mm-hmm. how you view princesses. So we'll get into yes. that too later on because th- this movie does things that has done things that um, have made Disney come almost not full circle is the right term, but uh, have grown tremendously since Frozen. Absolutely. Um, so talk a little bit about the crew. Um, I, I found out the director, Roger Clements, actually there's, I think, four directors on this, like two directors and two co-directors, but I don't remember their names. But Roger Clements was like really huge and instrumental in movies like, you know, Little Mermaid and Aladdin, you know, that time where animation was just blowing up for Disney. Well, you can't, forget, like a, you can't forget John Musker, too. He's part of that. Yeah, that's absolutely um treasure planet i like that movie actually uh princess and the frog was the last animated movie that they made the 2d animated um and then of course uh the music was i'm not a big music guy when it comes to some of these movies but like i like the way tarzan did it you know with uh, phil collins and they made an event out of it as far as musical but um this movie did a really awesome job with the music. It wasn't cheesy at all. It it worked very well for the scenes that in which they did sing. And I wasn't bored or like, oh my God, like get through this song, I want to get to the action again. It was really well done. Um 
And you can thank Lin-Manuel Miranda for that, who's right now blowing up with the Hamilton musical. Um, and, and he was hired to do the Mary Poppins sequel, which stars Emily Blunt. So now I'm actually interested in seeing that because I, I, I like the music a lot. Um, what well, did he's you think not, about? He's, he's got he, – he had a lot of help. Um, and what, mm-hmm. what makes this movie so great is – is a lot of the background stuff, and, we'll, and I'll get into that too. But it, it's not just him; he was actually hired before Hamilton blew up. Yes, um, he yes, was, that's true. Very little known uh, about him before, but what piqued the people behind the scenes about Lin Manuel was that uh, was that he was able to adjust the music or make the music blend with uh, seamlessly with different languages, and that was yes. very important to the filmmakers of this movie. Um, as you'll find out later. I mean, I guess we can just get to it right now. You want to you want to yeah, go over the yeah, plot? You want to go over the plot real quick before we get into that? Uh, yeah, just real qu- just real quick. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, I don't know if you really want to get into spoiler territory or not, but um, essentially, it's just a, it's a yeah. There's not in this uh, movie. There's in this in this uh, in this review. I don't think we need to go too spoilerific um, about it. Mm-hmm. There will be minor spoilers, but. Uh, just run over the plot really quickly, like just an overview. Don't give details well, about just, it. Right. It's just about a about a. It's a coming of age story. Um, you know about a girl who's going to inherit uh the tribe that and on the island that she lives and um she kind of goes on this adventure that is um uh brought up brought about by uh, her grandmother who encourages her to you know live her life and and stuff like that. And then on the other side you have Maui played by uh really well by the rock. The dude can sing too, by the way, which is pretty cool. Um, who basically wanted, we don't know if he's a good or bad guy. I won't reveal that. Um, but he takes something that kind of starts destroying the, the islands, but he doesn't take it out of malice. At least we don't, we don't know that until later kind of thing. But you know, it, it kind of, everything starts deteriorating. She has to go on an adventure to try to restore the balance and she has to work with him, you know, essentially. And so uh, that's it in a nutshell. I mean, it, it's it's we're, we'll go over like the technical stuff, but the the story is is not anything like brand new. But it kind of was refreshing in a way because of the mystical things that they did with it. And the um, oh god, the, the the scene with the crab was really super cool. Um, so what makes but, you know they don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. It, it it's the 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 basis story is basically just a coming of age story. What it does really well and what it does and and this evolution of the Disney princess even though she's really not a princess cuz she's going to be a chieftain not a princess um or a queen is that right. it, it it takes it takes the the damsel in distress and starts flipping it on its on its head and and what what I've read about this movie is that they wanted to make a hero movie. Um, and it had nothing mm-hmm. to do with um, wanting the female to, or the girl in this case, to uh, want to be running away because of they didn't want to marry the prince or they want to marry somebody else or they want to be with somebody else, anything like that. They, they stripped that completely away. Her main motivation is to help her people. Um, yes. So that... I mean, you know, getting into the whole coming of age story is Disney has done that before, but they've always tied it down or anchored the female character or the main character that's a princess always to 
to a a love interest, and in this movie, right, which there's none, there's zero love interest. That's not much of a spoiler, yeah. but there's like there's no love interest in this in this movie, and it's not even needed. Um, so it, that's so like as you were saying, the 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 story is not complicated. It's just a coming of age story um, about mm-hmm. a about a person who goes above and beyond to try to save her people. And but what makes this story or the 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 visual aspect of this movie and the story aspect of this movie so well is or is so amazing is that I don't know shit about Polynesian culture and this stuff is so freaking cool. Everything that I saw them do and talk about and the way they live, the way they respect nature, all the stuff that they did was so cool and. Uh, I've never seen like we've all seen magic and stuff like that. You know, we've all seen, uh, you know, the Romans and the their Greek gods, the Greek gods, the Roman gods, all mm-hmm. these, you know, even like comic books and all that stuff. We've seen all that stuff, but I've never seen anything like this before. Um, I don't know. What, what did you think about the mysticism of this movie? Well, the cool thing is, is that um number of things. Um, I was, I went to Hawaii, you know, a few months ago and I've been there before a few times before that, but this last time I really wanted to stay away from touristy stuff. I just wanted to do, go where the locals go, hang out, you know, at local places, you know, mom, pa shops and restaurants and things like that. And really immerse myself in the culture versus just like going to the Sheraton and going to the bar or something like that. So Watching this movie, it kind of like, I mean, I really didn't bring like, it made me think about Hawaii in a certain way, but also it made me think about like, I want to go back there now and do more, like go to actually the Polynesian Culture Center and like, you know, actually talk to some of the locals and whatnot, because I really loved um, the the that aspect of it. I love that the storytelling, and I'm sure there's a lot of stories that you know, Indians have told the United States, you know, before we came along and took everything, but there's a lot of stories that they would tell and the Polynesians aren't anything different, but it's, it's those stories and, and the culture and all that stuff that I'm now I'm extremely interested in. Um, as far as like, uh, I I was, I just had it on the tip of my, my tongue, but, um, as far as the, the mysticism, it feels like, Disney's really like stretching out and going into that realm like they never have before, like with Doctor Strange and um, and now this movie. And then, of course, you know, Warner Brothers, we just talked about Fantastic Beasts last week, but that's a normal magic thing. But the BFG Disney went into, there's all these like, they're kind of like leaning toward these really interesting stories that deal with mysticism and, you know, magic almost and... um you know, and, and these oral traditions or, you know, these type of things. So I, I just, I really dug this movie. I, I loved Finding Dory and I love Zootopia for what, I mean, Zootopia is my favorite probably animated film still of this year, but Moana did something different, you know, that I really enjoyed. And on top of that, the technical aspect of it was fantastic. And the music and the um, acting, everything was like, top notch where I really thought before I went into this movie that I was going to see a Pixar movie. Someone had to tell me, no, this is a Disney animated movie, like from frozen and, you know, and, and the, or I think maybe you told me that the other day, I can't remember, but, um, they're just killing it. 
you know, Disney animation is just killing it. They're finally like doing something different other than Tangled and what are the other movies that they've done? So, yeah, it started. It started with Tangled. Their their slow comeback for me anyway. It started with with Tangled. <laughs> then it was mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. This is not the right order, but it was Tangled, Big Hero Six, um, mm-hmm. Frozen. Uh, I'm missing one. Uh, of course, this year's Utopia and now Moana. Yeah, this movie's gorgeous. It's it's probably one of the most beautiful uh, movies I've seen. Um, it rivals the scenery in The Good Dinosaur. Actually, it's 100 mm-hmm. times better than the scenery in The Good Dinosaur, and I was blown away by how realistic that scenery was. Um, and, of yes. course, the shitty dinosaurs ruined that movie. But th- this movie <laughs> is absolutely gorgeous. Um yeah, the, the, the interesting aspect that I, I found out today also is that the tattoos that are moving on his body, on Maui's body, are actually yes. hand, are actually hand drawn. So yeah, it's both it's computer generated the movie obviously, but the aspect of the tattoo and the uh, of when he interacts with the tattoo and the tattoos move around his body are the old old school hand drawn animation. Oh, that's so cool. That this is Roger Clements. Uh, this is his first foray into the uh, computer graphic animation, right? I, I believe so. I believe so. But it's yeah. not the it's not the first time Disney has dealt with Polynesian people. Um, it started back with Lilo and Stitch, actually. Um, yeah, I remember that. Um, but they took. I do remember that. They movie. took tremendous, tremendous care uh, with this movie in trying to get it right and the culture. And the mythology of Maui um, and the beliefs of the people, of the Polynesian mm-hmm. people, they took major, major um, care with this. They actually, uh, I think it was Clemens and who did I see the other guy's name was again? Um, oh, I forgot already. There's four directors on this thing. Uh, Musker. It was Musker and Clemens who actually came Musker, up with the, yeah. the original idea. The original idea was actually supposed to be about Maui. Um, and he had a strong female, uh, either women in his life that affected the story, but they had decided to go uh, with a young girl. Um, and it had to, it actually, the story derived from, they were, I think on vacation or something and they had, they had saw this documentary or something where they found out about the Polynesians as, as, um, navigators, uh, very proud navigators and for 2000 years and all of a sudden just stopped for n- like no reason. Nobody knows why it stopped. And then it all of a sudden started to back up again. And I think it was, oh, wow. and then it was Clemens who thought it would be interesting. Wouldn't it be interesting if it was a 16 year old girl was the reason why they started back up again. Um, and that's where oh, the story, that's, so that's cool. where the story came about or started to anyway. So what had happened was Clemens and Musker go to Lassiter, who is now chief like animation head honcho at Disney. He oversees all the yep. animation that goes on at Disney. They bring this yep. to him. They bring this. They they bring the stories like, hey, we want to deal with this Polynesian culture. We want to deal with this magic and and, and um, mythology. And Lassiter basically says, go research it. You go fly awesome. over there, and they spent. So this is back all the way in 2012, I believe, that they started this mm-hmm. um, through research. So they actually went there and they started gathering like all these local 
well-respected people like scientists, linguists, archaeologists, all dealing with the Polynesian culture and mythology, all this stuff, the sociologists, all this stuff. They even went to people, local people who did music. Um, Lin-Manuel had help from the local people when he was hired. That's awesome. When he was hired, he flew over there. He flew over to one of the islands to, I think, New, actually, no, he flew over to New Zealand to actually. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but the the Polynesian culture is heavy in New Zealand too. That's why he went there. So anyway, so so that you know, so Lin Manuel had everybody, every aspect of this film had help. Everything. Um, they, they had two. There was two New Zealanders that were in the movie too. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, the guy who played Django Fett in the Star Wars movie, he was the chief. And then Jermaine Clement of uh, what is that? Um, uh, that HBO show, the the Concords, Flight of the Concords. He did the voice of the big crab, uh, Tamatoa, I think his name was. Well, interestingly, anyway. the 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 original, the first screenplay was actually written by uh, what's his? How do you pronounce his name? Takai Waititi. Tt. From oh yeah yeah, um, isn't he part of Flight of the Concords or no? I can't remember. I don't remember the other guy's name. I only I only know Jermaine because he does a lot of voiceovers. He was in the BFG as one of the ogres, and he does like a lot of voiceover stuff. But he he was the crab, and he he's a really funny singer. I don't know if you ever listen to the Flight of the Concords or watch the HBO show, but it's genius. It's so good. And he's super funny. Yeah, like he he, he was he was the flight of the yeah. Concords. Um yeah. but he's he's oh, okay. he's Poly- he has Polynesian like he's Polynesian oh, or something awesome. like that or something like that. Well anyway, he wrote the first screenplay for the movie. So very cool. So every so this this I don't I don't want to say brain trust because they called it something completely different. Um <laughs> it, they they didn't call it a brain trust. Trust not the, right. They called it a uh Give me one second. I had it here. Um, oh, on a side note, they got they uh, they called it the Oceanic Trust. Um, no, okay. But it had every every person in the Oceanic Trust was part of the Polynesian culture, so that they're either Polynesian or an archaeologist that knew exactly what was going on. And they would actually show them parts of the film or show them early designs. Like for example, the Rock. They basically took the Rock or Dwayne Johnson. When he is Ma- when in the early drawings of Maui was he was actually bald, and they basically took the rock's like facial structures and or I'm sorry uh, mm-hmm. head and made him bald because the rock was bald, um, and they took it to a sociologist or an archaeologist and said you can't do that you you need to give him hair like uh, it's oh, almost wow. yeah it's almost like um, who's that uh, uh, Samson. Uh, in 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 their culture, hair is very important. It's where their mana is from. So they gave him the hair, and uh, to influence his hair, do you know who Troy Palomalu is? Yes, ex Steeler. He's Polynesian ex- himself. Yep. Polynesian yep. himself from Hawaii. Um, from the Steelers, yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. So remember his hair. That's where they. That's uh, oh, they took yeah. that. They were influenced by his hair. And if you look at if you look at Maui, that's where his hair originates from. Oh, very cool! Yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. So there's so much. So I don't know how Disney goes from Pocahontas to not giving a shit of how fucking wrong <laughs> something is. 
to this movie where they take so much care with this movie. There's a couple of things that they had to go back and forth with, like the fact that, um, you know, Moana was going to take over the, the tribe and that normally wouldn't happen in their culture. Um, but mm-hmm. they, but they knew what they were doing and they kind of like let that slide. Also, there were some flowers in the movie that, that didn't happen until, uh, the Europeans, they met the Europeans, but they let that slide because the animators just wanted visually some colors in there. So it wasn't disrespect. It was that right. visually looking, they just wanted some colors in there. Basically something minor, but you were talking about, I think offline about the controversy Besides all this good stuff that you're talking about, there's oh, right. some controversy so, about the film as well. So there was there was a there was two things. There was the even the even after they changed the design of the rock. Uh, sorry, I keep doing that. Even after they changed the design of Maui, um, mm-hmm. they they thought it was that he looked um, plumpy, basically, and there mm-hmm. that's that stereotype of what Polynesian people look like. They're short and you know out of shape or like fat and lazy. That was a stereotype okay. that they were afraid of, but they they took they you know they had that ocean quote unquote oceanic trust, and they they thought it was okay minus the hair when they which they fixed. So right, so there was a there was a reason for their designing him that way. Um, so I I think because after learning that they actually, you know, if if you're gonna do a movie and you design a character and it's going to be a stereotype. You would think the sociologist, the archeologist, you know, all these local people that you have going for like, like basically approving the movie for you so that you don't piss off Polynesian people. And then they let that slide. I'm okay with it. Um, And plus, if you see the movie, he, he's not lazy or fat or, He's basically he's strong as he's strong as fuck. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, um, but the the, <laughs> other, the other controversy was, and again, it had to deal with Maui too, when they uh, they released a costume of, um, I think they I think they termed it like deemed it like a like appropriation, where uh, okay. it was they basically was wearing like a brown suit with all with muscles in it with all of Maui's tattoos, so like some white kid could wear it. So. Disney pulled the uh, uh, oh pulled the, the Halloween costume, costume you're yeah. talking about yeah pulled the Halloween costume off yeah the shelves. The, I I'd have to say that was a good move <laughs> pulling it off the shelves that that makes sense yeah but want, when you're you when you're dealing with like uh, when you're dealing with uh, um, this type of a movie and you want to market stuff you know it, it's kind of like uh, being the the inner child that I am and I saw Maui do all these cool things I would want tattoos too. And as yeah. a kid, you know, you you don't care. You were like, oh, my God, I want to be Maui, you know, because, like, I'm I'm Chinese and like, I go put on a bat like a Batman mask when I was a kid. I, I didn't have to, like, tape my eyes open to not have like Batman's wiped. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So so for a kid, I don't think it was a big deal. I think it's right. more of um, I think it was more of like as they grow older, you think that it's OK to do something like that. Yeah, I got you. But but again, the care that they took for this movie, um, that was probably a marketing thing and didn't have anything to do with the filmmakers. Um, and again, the, the design of Maui was approved by um, well, by those people. 
Do you so think, though, I mean, I, I I loved his look. I didn't think for one second, oh, they portraying a Polynesian person like as big and huge like that. I just thought he looked completely original, and it looked like The Rock. You know, I was like, oh, this is so cool. And when he opened his mouth to talk and, and then all of the tattoos, I just – I love that character. Yeah. Um, the, ta- the Whoever thought of the tattoo thing was genius. That was really, really cool. It was like an extra character, yeah. you know, in the movie. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then his explanation of the tattoos, which was really cool. And, and because I kept thinking like, what's, I don't understand what the point, I mean, it's really cool, but I don't understand the point of it. And then he explained later what it was. And I was like, ah, oh, that's really neat. Okay. Um, so you'll have to go watch the movie in order to th- know what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, yeah, I thought, I thought across the board, the cast was great. I think Moana, the person that played Moana is someone new and she was, she is Hawaiian. Um, then you have Dwayne Johnson. What nationality is Dwayne Johnson? Is he, is he Samoan? Yeah. Or is he, he's, he's okay. half, he, I think he's like half Samoan, half African American or something like that, or a quarter African American. Okay. I um, think I'm and not 100% sure. And then they had two New Zealanders. Uh, they had Nicole Scherzinger, which I didn't know. Wasn't she the Pussycat Dolls or something like that? Basically, everybody, so she, she everybody in this movie, the main cast was had some kind of Polynesian background. Yeah, except and then you added in Alan Tudyk, but he was <laughs> he was like white guy. Yeah, but he, he was, was the, the retarded rooster. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if they did that on purpose, but I don't know that that chicken they got they. It had a lot of laughs. I mean, that chicken was like suicidal. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it would be really interesting. I, I don't know if this is like one of those movies that they could remake, you know, later on kind of thing. You know, I don't, like Disney's on a kick right now doing live action movies. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like if it, I don't think they should remake it. I think they should you know, do a live action version of it, even though it just came out like two days ago, because <laughs> holy shit, I would love to see a live action version of this movie on the it ocean with the special effects that this movie, like just the end, just the, just the CGI for what Maui does would be amazing. Um, but again, uh, this movie just came out two years. years. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to have to wait, wait a wait long to... time. The frozen remake will come out first. I'm sure. The oh, fuck. I mean, I, my kids yeah. just stopped listening to Let It Go. If that movie comes back out again, fuck. Well, there's a sequel. They're, they are making a sequel. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you know, I feel know, sorry for the guy. Movie. I, I feel sorry for the guy or, or the woman, actually, whoever whoever has to write the song for the second movie. Good luck. <laughs> good luck yeah, trying like making... to overcome the phenomena that was. I think Let it, the song was bigger than the movie. I think so too. That was kind of like the Titanic. You remember the the Celine Dion song? It's yeah. Like, oh my gosh! It was all summer. Holy uh, cow! It, it was funny. I yeah. remember. I remember watching the Academy Awards when Frozen was up for best song, but it was Farrell who performed. Like, every, but I remember watching Farrell perform. Um, oh yeah, Happy from Despicable Me, and I'm just yes. sitting there watching him do it. I'm like, dude, you have no fucking chance of winning. You have zero chance of winning. <laughs> There is no way you are going to win. Like, out of I would, the the odds of let it go losing that night. Seriously, it would have never happened. Would have never happened. 
he he's like I, I could you have someone else perform happy <laughs> like there is really, li- like, like you could have gave the judges a million dollars each and you still would have lost to let it go <laughs> well i'm sure by now he's let it go it's, it's no it's you fucking weird. just didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> it's been overdone let it go Anyway, so uh, the music in this movie our- is is phenomenal too. Like I know we we talked about it's really it, and, good. and and the reason why it has it flows so well is well, basically Lin Manuel's extremely talented, and at morphing or blending his music with the culture or the the yes different languages. But he actually met with Polynesian uh, people to uh, and, and linguists to get it right, uh, and and songwriters. Uh, singer songwriters that deal with the this culture he actually met with them to try to write this music yeah and you know like i said before i i've i've been a big fan of disney's forever i remember i think it was the little mermaid when that came out that kind of uh brought animation back in a big bad way and then it, it became an event every year to go see a, a disney movie uh, animated movie like Little Mermaid and then Aladdin and then you know just kept getting bigger and bigger and then once Lion King hit it hit a fever pitch and then it kind of died down for a while because like I think the next one was like Pocahontas and then some other ones you know Hunter Hercules Island, pretty Hercules. much killed it Hercules Hercules yeah, is they the weren't one that good. killed it and then Tarz- Tarzan kind of it was an uptick again when Tarzan came out because that's still one of my favorite Disney animated movies. And I remember Phil Collins doing the music for that. And I absolutely loved that. It was the first time that they had a singer song, you know, singer songwriter, like sing all the songs in the movie. Um, It it was fantastic. But yeah, when I was watching the movie and they started in song, I was like, Oh man, really? You know, but it, it, they do such a great job that I just, I totally dug it. I loved everything. All the songs are great. The one with the crab, I think was probably my favorite. Uh, but I was really surprised when the rock started singing. I was like, damn, that's awesome. I knew he could sing uh, though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, th- I thought it was fantastic. Um, but you know, the voice acting, everything was, was so just really on par, just really, really solid. Um, there is n- absolutely no complaints like that I th- that I saw throughout the movie where I was like, you know, this is lame or no, whatever. I I just everything about the movie was was great. You know, the way they put it together and everything. You know, it, I, not one time it took me out of the movie. Um, no, it, this you know, movie is this movie is this movie is base. It's 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 pretty it's pretty perfect. There's not one bad yeah. thing about this movie. No, and it's and it's fun. Yeah. It's super entertaining, and, and it definitely, you know, when I get this movie here and my kids watch it, I'm totally going to watch it with them. Because there's it's, no it's there's exactly. no lull points either. There's no like there's no down beats in this movie. Like just from the very beginning, they set the tone um, with yeah, the music. Absolutely. With the music, the second the music kicks in, it's almost like the Lion King, where it has that Yo. like uh, this that's that that. I want to. I don't want to say like African music, but like that safari type music. Yeah, that, that comes in. It, it hooks you right away, and that's what happens in this movie. The second the movie opens, it's it's got that like Polynesian type music, and it it just hooks you right in. Now you're in this world, and now now yeah. we'll show you all the stuff. And what again, one of the hardest things to do is animate water. And holy shit, this like uh, they think went about. Beyond. They yeah, it was crazy. Everything in this movie is gorgeous. Yeah, 
it really does make you want to take a trip over to uh, to Hawaii now. Like I'm really chosen to go back now. But yeah, no, everything was was fantastic. Um, so I, I'm just gonna do my ratings real quick. But um, <laughs> yeah. definitely five 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 chainsaws for me. And I, I'm definitely going to say plethora uh, for as far as the diversity rating. Um, just a great cast all the way around, um, and just just huge thumbs up for this movie. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I uh, five lightsabers for me, and plethora of a diversity rating for me too. I can't remember the last time we actually had a plethora of a diversity yeah, rating. Yeah, it's been a probably while. It was probably Zootopia. <laughs> no, it wasn't yeah, actually, Zootopia. I think no, probably. no, we didn't start that then. No, something. Like- no. I don't remember. It's been <laughs> it was a while. something. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember the last time we had a plethora rating. Um, but yeah, I'm again the, the amount of care they took with this movie. Um, so what was funny? I was I, I was in the theater and there was two or three times where like I teared up in the movie, mm-hmm. and I was like thinking, I was like, oh my god, this like you had seen it and you said it was good. You kind of given me a quick overview of where you thought it was standing. And I was like, all right, that's high praise to say it's like a little bit below Zootopia and a little bit um, below Inside Out. And I remember mm-hmm. coming out of the movie, I was like, oh, my God. Or, or you know, tearing up a few times. And I was like, this movie is definitely better than Finding Dory. Um, yes. I love Finding Nemo. Nothing will ever change that. But Finding Dory... Even though it was really good, it didn't make me tear up, and we thought, thought, no. thought that thought that was thought that was funny, funny the last time. And it's weird how we judge cartoons based on whether or not you get emotional about it. But there, there, I remember like one of the parts in this movie that got me was when she and Maui spoilers were like parted ways, mm-hmm. and the stingray came out. Yep, and it was the grandmother. Yes, I was like, oh my god. Like fuck you, Disney. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Well, I'm sitting both there, times. and my, my daughter is just my daughter is just like loving the animation, and I'm sitting there like like almost practically weeping. Yes, and she thinks it's she thinks what she's looking at is cool. I'm I'm looking at it like oh my god, this is so fucking sad and awesome. Well, both times the stingray showed up because it showed up at the at the beginning when she left when she got on the boat to right. leave. It it showed up, and you're like, oh man, she passed away. That really got yeah. that really got me. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, spoilers, by the way. Um, but yeah, but, uh, yeah they, they did get me a couple of times uh, with that. And usually it had something to do with family, you know. So, um, but the other things, like, it was very, you know, there were some, like, thrilling moments. Like, you know, they're going to they're gonna make it out okay. But there were some pretty cool th- thrilling moments this uh I think you know what I'm like the the big lava monster thing uh, was pretty cool. Did um, you did you think of Waterworld when those coconut monsters? Yes, came out? <laughs> I love that. I love that was too. so ra- that was kind of random. That was one thing about the movie it was really random because you never see them again. But I, I yeah. they had to kind of add something in there, you know, to make it a little more exciting. But it, it was really well done. It was a very short scene, but these little coconut pirate things <laughs> they were really super funny. But yeah, that that it made me it made me think of Waterworld. Oh, totally! That sequence was really um, was really thrilling too. Like, there's a few sequences in this thing that will put you on the edge of your seat. Like, which a lot of times animated films don't do that. It's it, it's it's really good. You know, there's a lot of emotions that you'll have through the movie. Like, most of it is humorous, but 
there's thrilling moments. There's very like soft, like intimate moments or emotional moments, that kind of thing. Um, and I do like you talked about in the beginning, I do really like the fact that they didn't have some damsel in distress or some dude that's going to show up and, and, and rescue her, you know, a love interest anyway, um, to show up and sweep her off her feet and stuff like that. So one of the great things that Disney has been doing is, is, is this evolution of, of female empowerment. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see it in star Wars. I mean, the lot, the, the the force awakens has now the most powerful person in the universe or their galaxy is a is a female mm-hmm. and the main character of rogue one that's coming out in three weeks is a female so oh, disney is on wait. this kick of 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 finally giving you know women their due and this movie um not only puts it all on the girl but she basically doesn't need anybody um, when you come, when you think about the ending, I won't give away the ending. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the ending, did she really need Maui? Um, I I don't think so. I, I think, yeah, I don't think. Think so. about how she think about how she's think about how she figured it out and solved it. Yeah, but and, but I also have to say, like that scene, it, it's almost as if he he wasn't necessarily saving her. I think he was doing that for himself too. Like I think he became, maybe I think I think that's like a Han Solo moment right yeah, there. Yeah, totally, like, totally. From from a New Hope is is what happens there, um, <clears throat> and essentially in that case, like yeah, I guess the way Lucas shot it, he kind of needed Han there because Vader was about to pull the trigger. But right, what's well, not for like he, it's not like he shot Vader. So right, well that would have been that would have been the anyway. end of the saga. <laughs> be the end <laughs> yeah how, how a new hope should have ended yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah if, if chewy if chewy was a better shot <laughs> well blame chewy <laughs> yeah you had one job chewy you well, well, yeah he shoots kylo ren in the gut once like why don't you shoot him a couple times he just shoots him once and then runs away i'm like come on and that was a pretty yeah. pretty crack shot man from that far so, i know damn can you do that from the falcon yeah, <laughs> chewy rage, but um, yeah, but this is this is a fantastic movie, folks. You have to run out and see it. There, there are actually some pretty decent movies out right now, and some really decent ones that looks like they're they're, they're coming out for the end of the year, all the way till the end of the year. So this is a great, really great time right now. Really good uh, movie season. I'm really looking forward to uh, what's coming up. But uh, yeah, anything you want to add to Moana? I think we just kind of said everything. Yeah, I think we gushed. <laughs> We gushed a lot about this movie. Uh, it's such a great movie. Well, it's 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 amazing that I think three of the best films I've seen this year. Is it this year? Yeah, are animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see where our rankings are. You know, from when we started in January till the end of the year. I can tell you that Moana was Moana was definitely not in my top ten. <laughs> No. In the beginning of the year. I don't even think Zootopia was even in our top 10 either. So nope. Finding Dory was there, but we got to shuffle. It was there. It'll definitely have some things shuffled around. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, that's uh, episode 55 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, chew on that, folks. Later. <laughs>